Are pancreases made of cheese? Uh. Well, no. No? <laughs> huh. <laughs> Welcome to Curd Your Enthusiasm. Get it? It's like that TV show, Curb. But this is Curd, and it has to do with cheese. Welcome, uh, all you guys who are trying to learn about cheese. And girls, too, if you want to learn about cheese. <laughs> so after the last episode, my girlfriend told me that the intro makes it sound like we're going to talk about cheese, uh, but also how to get chicks. <laughs> because at the end, I say, uh, if you want to learn about cheese and girls, too. But I meant, like, if girls also want to learn about cheese. Well, we can... We can modify accordingly. I like that idea. But I, you know, it's something to think about. We might want to t- uh, talk to people and maybe give them advice on how to get girls as well. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Curd Your Enthusiasm, episode two. Uh, this has been a world wh- whirlwind week. Uh, we released episode one. The reviews are lukewarm. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsors have not been uh, flocking to our, our door as we thought. Um, that's about to change. Stay positive. If you cheese it, they will come. Uh, welcome back, listeners. I'm your co-host, Hogue. With me, as ever, is my co-host, Poop. Poop, how are you? And how are you dealing with your uh, newfound celebrity in the wake of episode one, uh, one's release? Hogue, man, I am great. And I, I will tell you, um, I've had more conversations about cheese in the last week than I think in my entire life up to that point combined. And I've learned a lot of things about people's favorite cheeses and cheese alternatives because I did I did some shit talking on fake cheese that seemed to really touch a nerve among a few people. Really? Did you get in any um, fisticuffs with people as a result of these comments? I got beat up a couple times by some vegans, but they're, they're a violent people in general, so... Oh man, this is not where I wanted this podcast to go. Is is beatings received? Well, listen, man. If you're if you're not getting a reaction, that's when you really have to worry. So, I figure blind rage is as good as any other emotion. That's true. That is true. Hey, uh, where are we with sponsors? Did you contact Robert Kraft? So Robert Kraft <laughs> is not at all related to the Kraft Cheese Corporation. He's not. No. Yeah, so uh, he's also not going to donate any money to our cause, but um, well, there Kraft goes the cheese is, wall. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's just more complicated than we thought it was. Um, but we're going to definitely have to revisit everything we thought we knew about Robert Kraft. <laughs> Wait, so what? Where did he get his wealth? He was a real estate mogul. I've decided I'm going to keep dropping names of people that our listeners don't know. <laughs> Michelle Goodman's dad, basically, but in the Boston area. Oh, okay. Michelle Goodman, um, like Jamie Frost from last episode, was a a classmate of ours from back in uh, the day. And she's now the head veterinarian at the zoo in Norristown. So, you know, she's doing great. Hi, Michelle. Good. Yeah, she was headed towards towards that. She had a soft spot and for and an ability to comfort animals. And I don't think she ate a lot of cheese, but we can find out. I'm sure the animals she takes care of eat eat a lot of cheese. You know, mice. Maybe she cares for a lot of mice and rats. They eat cheese. 
You're right. Yeah. Um, how has cheese? <laughs> how has last week we asked? We started the podcast last week with how has cheese? Uh, you know, what's your earliest memory of cheese? Um, and but I want to talk more specifically about how cheese has found its way into your life this past week. Not in general. I want specifics. I mean, other than the beatings. <laughs> yeah, I've talked a lot of cheese, but that's probably too general. I, I'll tell you, um, tonight, actually, I was making Sully, who's going to probably... I, I have a sidebar, but I'll get to it. Um, I was making his lunch, and he asked for roll-ups, which is another way just to get a little bit of nutrition into your kid's diet. And you just take the lunch meat, the turkey... And you slap a piece of cheese on the inside, which was Munster cheese. And I forgot that the cheese has to go on the inside because it crumbles. Mm. And if it's on the outside, it just falls apart right away, which is no good. So I had to redo my first roll-up with the meat on the outside. So your uh, your experience with cheese this week has centered around sort of a structural stress, an, a, an engineering-type point of view here. And complete lack of culinary skills. Well, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, so- it sounds like, from what I can, can can gather from our last two conversations, a.k.a. podcasts, is that you just shovel cheese in, in your kid's <laughs> general direction. I just throw food at them, and they reject 90% of it. So cheese becomes a you know easy projectile. Hmm. Cheese becomes her... You ever see the movie uh, Death Becomes Her? Meryl Streep and yep, Goldie Hawn. Mm-hmm. And? And? You can do this. Here's the hint. You ready? It involves... Hold on. Just, ladies and gentlemen, I got Meryl Streep and Goldie Hawn. That's that's a passing grade. All it's, right. Yeah, it's a C. If you're happy with a C, fine. But They're listening to this podcast. Everyone knows that I'm happy with a C. <laughs> So the hint is, and I'm about to vocalize here in a, in a singing way. Um, Did you ever know that you're my hero? That's it. What's your guess? Surely you know who sings this song. Barbara Streisand? No. Very close, though. I often get these two confused. Keep going. Linda Ronstadt? No. Also kind of close somehow. <laughs> I mean, she sings loud. And I'll just tell you, it's Bette Midler. Oh, shit. She sings? Damn right she sings. What, are you crazy? Ugh. She's, I, dude, we were like six when that movie came out. Anyway, so for my part, Cheese has found its way into my week. I, uh, I have a friend um, who came in here to record an album. Uh, I have a, a small studio here in South Austin. And my friend uh, JD came in to record... An album, and he used to be, he used to run a, a, a pretty big pizza place um, in Austin called Austin's Pizza. So he, uh, he called me up. He said, Hey, I listened to the podcast. It's, it's insane. And I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know how to handle that. And I wasn't, I wasn't emotionally strong enough to kind of unpack that comment. So I just sort of, I just sort of told him, like, Hey, oh man, yeah, you, you must be, you must have been around a lot of cheese. And he told me, Poop, he told me, that he he would buy like three hundred thousand dollars worth of cheese every year for the topping. Three hundred thousand dollars? I think it was dollars. Maybe it was pounds. 
Whoa. Shredded mozzarella. Either way, the stat is impressive. How many how many franchises are there of Austin's Pizza? I'd have to check, but I mean, when I was there, there was like twelve stores, but it's probably grown. Wow. So it's a big. I mean, it's a big business. There was a lot of cheese, in other words. I can't wrap my head around that number. That's so much cheese. So this is a guy we have to have on the podcast and see and and find out what it's like being around um, so much cheese. Does it does it uh, does it confuse and warp your space time? Uh, experience in this world being around so much cheese that's the first question i would ask what's the first question you would ask jd i want to know if he got sick of mozzarella and that's why he had to sell the franchises because i get kind of sick of anything in in any amount for that long and he was buying a shit ton yeah that's a shit ton for sure (laughs) and uh well we'll find out when we have him on um uh, you know, whenever. And, you know, who knows when. Um, but he also told me about this guy. Uh, I want to say his name was Richard Wagner, but was that a famous composer? Wagner? Yeah. Is that a famous composer? Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe his name is Whitaker or something. But this was his cheese guy. And JD told me that that this dude knows more about and has been around more cheese than you could possibly imagine. And he's amenable to guest appearances. And uh, so it looks like we've got two guests potentially lined up. You Google him? Richard Whitaker has a a periodical, or maybe it's a column in the Austin Chronicle called I Want to Eat Your Pancreas. Really? I think this is our guy. Yeah. Are pancreases made of cheese? Uh, well, no. No? <laughs> huh. It's often um, compared to butter, though. It's a lot like butter. Pancreases are? Yeah, they're hard to... I mean, they're really not, but people say they are because they leak easily if you... They're hard to what? them up at all. Hard to manipulate. Like, if you're doing pancreatic surgery and resecting a portion of it, you got to be careful. Huh. Okay. So, um... I was uh, I was at the supermarket earlier, like I was before the last podcast. You know, you might think we we are we go early in the week and 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 stock up on our cheese. We go like minutes before the podcast to get our cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and so I got a uh, I, I poops poop poops mo is just to be like you get the cheese. Tell me what cheese you got, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and so I go and get and grab the cheese. You know, we live in different parts of the country. As I said, I'm I'm in Austin. He's in Philadelphia. So we can't go for like the, you know, the um the generic cheese. You know, uh, supermarkets will sort of make you know comparable to Kraft or whatever. So we have to go big boy cheese. And uh, what was the name of the? Well, oh, and by the way, today's oh we got to do this. Today's cheese is string cheese. So what we went with was, uh, I'm looking back at our texts, Frigo string cheese. Which is the second best string cheese brand. You wanted to go Palio. Yeah, why didn't you just get Palio? One simple reason. My dumb supermarket does not carry it. Shit, man, because I have a fridge drawer full of Palio. 
shit, man, you got a fridge door full of polio? <laughs> I had to run out and get some Frigo. <laughs> I know. I know. Dude, don't think I didn't think about that. That was a confusing sentence. I'm going to think that you thought about it. Well, now I'm thinking that you're th- thinking that I thought about it. Anyway, uh, so we got the uh, we got the Frigo, and um, it's that one. If if you're not familiar with it, I imagine you all are googling it as we speak. But it's the one with the cheese head, the guy, um, you know, who looks like he has dreadlocks, but he's really a cheese stick. <laughs> yeah, he's got white guy dreads. Yeah, they kind of go straight up; they don't fall. I mean, they look great. He looks great. They look great. They look fine. Yeah. Um, before I run up and pause this podcast to go get my cheese out of the fridge, I do want to say <laughs> one thing about that about this cheesehead mascot of Frigo. Poop, you've been down here to visit me in Austin, and uh, I'm not sure if you remember, but we, my brother and I, share a, a property here, and uh, I live in the back, he lives in the front, but there's a tree stump in the middle of our yard, and it used to be a tree, as all, as all tree stumps were, <laughs> and... Uh, it was cut in such a way that it looks exactly like Cheesehead. So, he, <laughs> so he's got branches coming up out of his trunk base, and uh, we call that stump Cheese. And while we play soccer, backyard style, um, you can use Cheese to create picks. Isn't that something? Mm. He's like a brick wall. Yeah, a wall of cheese, you might say. A cheese wall. <sighs> The original cheese wall. Yeah. The first cheese wall. Hogue, can I make one quick comment? Yep. Um, my favorite quote of yours from episode one <laughs> is right at this time. <laughs> you lay out the name of the cheese, and then you come back from the jingle and say, but before. <laughs> uh, but before we. <laughs> it's just crying for a remix. I hope it happens someday. Maybe one of our fans will do it. It's. It's probable that one of our fans will do it. <laughs> fan? We need some fans. <laughs> Which fan will it be? Uh, will it be you? Or will it be you? Or will it be... That's it. Yeah, we got two fans. <laughs> we got two fans. <laughs> My mom and your dad. <laughs> um, hey, I'm going to run up to the fridge and grab this cheese. I'll be right back. All right, I'm just going to sit here and look at my cheese. So I'm back. I went up and grabbed my Frigo Cheeseheads Fun Snacking String Cheese. You ready to peel? I'm ready. All right. This is the wrapper, folks, not the cheese. One, two, three. That's hard. All right. Now, how do you one, think we one should quick eat thing. this? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, um, Sully... Two people accuse me of um, outing him as my favorite child because we talk about him so much, but he's a character, and he has the most to do with string cheese. Um, But he likes me to open it so that it's like a banana, and the peels are only halfway down Hmm. the stick. But you got to take the whole thing out of the wrapper in order to eat string cheese. That's true. You know, my... uh my lady, Megan, was horrified to hear that you're... I'm not going to call her my girlfriend. I'm fucking 38 years old. Yeah, but you're not from the Victorian era either, so <laughs> you got to think of something else. <laughs> my lady was horrified at uh, the way I told her that Sully eats his cheese like a, just bites it like a hot dog. 
it's horrifying and I love him, but it's his biggest character flaw. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we're going to start with appeal, but I do want to take a a chunk out like Sully does. But here, let's start with appeal. Oh, yeah. We should go both ways. Yeah. So you, you did yours. Appealed. I got three pieces now. I'm. I need to eat one because my hands are full. All right, here we go. And the process for me is, uh, you know, thumbnail uh, pierces the top of the cylindrical shape, and it and that and it peels down, and then you get striations of almost like, <laughs> like the thickness of like, of like hair, but then you get like a solid peel off. But then there's like little stringy parts at the on, on the base of the other piece. So I'm like halfway through my cheese. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> let's go. All right. Mm. This is so much better than this Kraft American Singles. Ten out of ten. God damn. Mm. It's salty. It's quite salty. It is salty. Is it saltier than polio? Yeah. I see why Sully eats it like that. This Oh, did you do it? I no, it. no, no, no. But this is just not enough for me. These pieces are so small. They might work for like a, a normal tiny child. But Well, he's four. So you'd think he'd be cool with it for a little bit longer. Yeah, but he's not really a child. S- no, he's a beast. I remember sucking on the strands just to get like the salty flavor out. That's extremely weird. Yeah. And then you'd end up with like stringy mush. Hold on, it tastes like much. I'm gonna try to suck the strand. Hold on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not enjoying this. I'm gonna stop. Um, so I I did some research on string cheese. Hogue, can I tell the people? Absolutely. Oh, and you, you may not know. So the the reason string cheese works because we've all had mozzarella. And it's just kind of like a ball. But if you then take that ball of mozzarella and heat it up to like 150 degrees, the proteins all line up and you end up with a, a column as opposed to a ball of, of stringy cheese. And then they soak it in brine, which I think ups the salt factor a little bit, but it also kind of makes it keep its shape. Huh. Yeah. That is really something else that I hadn't thought about. Uh, any of those uh, uh, any of those questions? I'm glad you did. Very glad. Well, that was the extent of my research. So, yeah. Are you ready to bite into this motherfucker? Like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's do it. Okay. Ah, oh, that's better. It's like a loaf. So much cheese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Izzy. I'm gonna give some to my dog. Your dog's definitely going to bite it off like a hot dog. Come here, Riz. Take some of his cheese. It's your lucky day. He can't believe it. <laughs> you should have seen his face. I <laughs> <He> can't believe <laughs> what just happened. I never give him people food. Last episode, he was licking his dick. Yeah. He's eating string cheese. He's really come up in the world. Yeah. Well, how do you think our parents react to our <laughs> talk of Izzy's? They're probably not going to like it. They're not going to like it. I got... I got really chastised by my mom for my language on the last podcast yeah well i think you didn't curse that much well she i mean i I listened back and and i i I did i kind of did and you did (laughs) you did here and there as well anyway 
So what's our verdict on the on the on the string cheese? Best cheese yet. BCY. <sighs> we probably need a scoring system. Hmm. Yes. Oh, we do kind of. This cheese. This you know what this tastes like. That was the set. Oh, <laughs> that's right. That's an important segment. Oh, I gotta open up my Excel file. What it tastes like to me is something that I'm just sort of taking taking what you said and, and running with it. When you said that Sully bites into it like a hot dog, it really does have the mouth feel of a of an Oscar Mayer wiener. But it's saltier and it doesn't taste like meat. So, but I, I'm just gonna say an Oscar Mayer wiener. Yeah, I was gonna say something similar. Um, but not be, uh, not because of the mouthfeel. I like that phrase. Uh, <laughs> Man, I but just I think almost it lost. Like... <laughs> that wine just almost went up into my, into my cranial cavity. Is a cranial a wine neti pot? Is a cranial cavity a a a real space in the head, Mister Doctor Poop? It is, but you can't get there from your mouth without something being wrong. Okay. Um, uh, what do you think this string cheese tastes like? I think it tastes a lot like a Vlasic pickle, especially if it's kind of lost some of its flavor. A what pickle? Vlasic, I think it is. It's like got a stork mascot. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Vlasic? Hold on. Yeah. I'm, I'm searching. I'm searching. As I'm sure most of our listeners are. Search with us, listeners. Vlasic pickle. Oh, that guy, the, the stork. He's got a stork. There's a stork, yeah. Vlasic. Yeah. Am I saying it wrong? Eh, coming through the FaceTime, it sort of sounded like... At first it sounded like flaccid, and then it sounded like classic. Uh, well, but. I honestly, it is both of those things. Huh. They're floppy. <laughs> Man. And fairly iconic. <laughs> Damn. All right. Well, you know what? We're going to record two episodes tonight, and we've gone a little overtime on this one. Before we finish, though, we should um, we should acknowledge our sponsors. We should. We should. Okay. Okay. Let's acknowledge um, our sponsors. So we're very excited to uh, to announce our first sponsor. I was just joking earlier when I said that the sponsors have not come a knocking. Because they have, and uh, you might be familiar with the company Apple, <laughs> and they are not affiliated with this podcast, but um, apples, the fruit, have agreed as a, as a, a fruit community to sponsor this podcast. No, they've been very supportive, yeah. Yeah, and and uh, the thing about apples is they saw an opportunity. <laughs> this is so dumb. <laughs> we don't have any sponsors, but if you want to be one, email poop at poop, poop and hog, poop and hog, at gmail dot com. Well, anyway, that has been episode two. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyway, that has been episode two of Curd Your Enthusiasm. This episode is called String Cheese Theory of Everything by Stephen Hawking. 
That's the full episode name. <laughs> uh, tune in uh, next week, or I think we're, what did we decide to do, bi-weekly? Yeah, so you got to wait two weeks. Okay. Check back in with us in two weeks where we will be uh, featuring the cheese, Easy Cheese, which is a squeezed cheese uh, that comes out of a, a bottle that sort of looks like a spray paint can. See you next time. Bye. Say bye. Say bye. Say bye. Bye. Okay. (laughs) I liked it.